Thank you so much for tuning in today. You're listening to The Daily, and I'm your host, Amy Carlin. I have been thinking about the dangers of taking offense, especially as I have studied Helaman's and Pehoran's responses to difficult situations they found themselves in. Helaman was in command of Nephite armies, trying to defend their land and liberties against the Lamanites, and he was running out of both food and men. But instead of becoming upset with the men who should have been sending him aid, he was patient and trusted the Lord. He assumed the best of others, especially those he loved. He didn't know what was going on behind the scenes, but rather than being upset, Helaman was patient and hopeful. He prayed for strength and deliverance, and he trusted in the Lord. Pehoran was the Nephite chief judge during what we call the War Chapters. He is another excellent example of patience and not taking offense. When Moroni sent a potentially inflammatory letter, clearly distressed at the lack of help being provided by the government, Pehoran rejoiced in the greatness of Moroni's heart when he could have chosen to be offended. Instead, he had great joy in receiving Moroni's epistle and subsequently outlined a plan to make things right. He saw Moroni's message not as an accusation or an opportunity to argue, but rather as an answer to his prayers, confirming what he thought he had to do when he had previously felt uncertain. These two men, Helaman and Pehoran, offer examples for us to follow when we may feel insulted or mistreated. I recently had an opportunity to read some counsel on taking offense that was given by Elder David A. Bednar in 2006. He warned that taking offense can distance us from the gospel and doctrine of Jesus Christ, especially when it prevents us from receiving the blessings of regular church attendance. He explained that when we feel offended, we usually feel insulted, mistreated, snubbed, or disrespected. He acknowledged that clumsy, embarrassing, unprincipled, and mean-spirited things do occur in our interactions with other people that would allow us to take offense. But he also reminded us that taking offense is a choice we make. It is not a condition inflicted or imposed upon us by someone or something else. He then offered the following four points of advice. Recognize that being offended is a choice. He said to believe that someone or something can make us feel offended, angry, hurt, or bitter diminishes our moral agency and transforms us into objects to be acted upon. As agents, however, you and I have the power to act and to choose how we will respond to an offensive or hurtful situation. Second, look to the Savior. The Savior is the greatest example of how we should respond to potentially offensive events or situations. Third, be understanding of others' weaknesses. One of the greatest indicators of our own spiritual maturity is revealed in how we respond to the weaknesses, the inexperience, and the potentially offensive actions of others. Fourth, communicate directly. If a person says or does something that we consider offensive, 
Our first obligation is to refuse to take offense and then communicate privately, honestly, and directly with that individual. Such an approach invites inspiration from the Holy Ghost and permits misperceptions to be clarified and true intent to be understood. As we follow this advice from Elder Bednar to recognize our power to act instead of to be acted upon, we can take control of our own emotions and choose how we respond to situations that could hurt us. As we remember the Savior's long-suffering and strive to be like Him, understand that others are imperfect, and communicate honestly about our emotions, we can be like Pehorin and Helaman, inviting inspiration and choosing whether to be offended. As the psalmist wrote, Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. Thank you again for listening today. The Daily is brought to you by The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. 